I need to know what's going on. What are you thinking, huh? I mean, are you thinking anything? He shot James. Dad, he shot my friend. What was I supposed to do? He is not your friend. He is. They are. They are savages. So I'm a savage. Is that what you're saying? Chris, where the hell is your remorse? This is how it works now. Look around. There is no more good. There is no more bad, right or wrong. It's us or them, kill or be killed. And James, he's one of us. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You can't see me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of Fear Me Podcast. This is episode 47, and we're covering episode 13 of season two of Fear the Walking Dead, entitled Date of Death. How about that? How about that? Lucky number yeah. 13, Kim. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. I did not even realize. For, for all that do not know, 13 is Kim's lucky number. It is. Why I is turned that, 13. Kim? I turned 13 on May 13th. On Friday the 13th. It was a Friday the 13th. There you go. Yes. Huh. And you've yes. been so blessed ever since. And I always bet on Black 13. It's always good for me. Have you ever won on Black 13? I know you may I bet have on Black many, many 13. many, many times. No, I win all the time. All right. Actually, yeah, Kim is, <laughs> she's, she's good with the gambling stuff. Really? I'm terrible. Yeah, I I'm awful. awful too. Oh my God. Yeah I, yeah, I can't win anything. I just walk up and throw my t- money on the table and then walk away. It's a good thing because I work on casinos a lot and I cannot win. I don't touch it. I don't go near it. Kim would probably be bad. <laughs> well, my grandfather was a bookie for Al Capone, so. Another claim to fame. I know. It's in my blood. All right. <laughs> what All you right. drinking, Scott? Yeah, speaking of uh, stuff in your blood. I know. <laughs> uh, excellent. What's excellent. flowing through your blood, buddy? Um, I'm drinking uh, beer from Port City Brewery in Ooh. Alexandria, Virginia, and it's their Monumental IPA. Um, Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's actually very good. It's cool. a nice, light, smooth IPA. Mm-hmm. You can drink a lot of it? I wouldn't say it's monumental, because, you know, monumental makes me think like I'm just going to get knocked on my ass. But, yeah, exactly. Yes. Like you're stout. Exactly. Kim... What are you drinking? Um, I went back to one that I have found is one of my favorites now, and um, it just called to me in the grocery store. Uh, Lining Kugel's Oktoberfest again. Ah, okay. Same. I like my okay. linies. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. good. Good stuff. Yeah, and we're almost October. Yeah. Okay. It's it's appropriate. All right. It's supposed to be seventy tomorrow. <laughs> like we're in florida the leaves are falling yeah it's it's been a there's warm. no the leaves are falling because it's been so dry and dead it's been 90 degrees here it's been insanely so hot is here. Yeah, so it's has it been ridiculous. here i think it's worse now than it was this summer oh we've got we've had horrible humidity here Same. they said it's just below tropical oh god <laughs> i'm like you gotta be kidding me we have so much humid our doors are sticking mm-hmm. when you try to open them Ugh, it's bad. Oh, we got doors sticking in the middle of buildings. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Classroom doors I have to smash open for people. Awesome. Hey, let me ask you guys. Yeah. I'm going to throw out some traits to you. 
Some traits? Okay. Some traits. Okay. Some psychological traits. Uh-oh. Okay. And I want you to tell me, and it's only one character, but which character these traits apply to? Uh, on, character names? On fear? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's right. just one It's one name, Stu. I think you can handle that. Okay. Do it. Not, um, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Kim first, right? Or is it just, it's either of us? Either of you. I don't okay. care. All right. I'll, I'll jump in. Um, is this like a drinking game? No. Okay. No. Never mind. No. Go ahead. When they show what seems to be warmth, joy, love, and compassion, it is more feigned than experienced and serves an ulterior motive. Madison. Out. Mm, no. <laughs> Has an incapacity to love. Yeah, oh, Chris. That would be Chris. Yep. Has no problem lying coolly and easily and is almost impossible for them to be truthful on a consistent basis. Um, can create and get caught up in complex belief. Unable to empathize with the pain of, of their victims, having only contempt for others' feelings and distress. Ready to take advantage of them. This is, this is bolstering your argument about Chris's mental ability. Yes. Living on the edge, um, <laughs> pushing, or pushing for uh, more and more... Um, oh, what does this say here? I don't know. That sounds like an 80s song, though. No, Living no, on the edge? It's getting himself in further and further, yes, on the edge issues. Okay. Anyway, uh, my point being Psychopath. is manipulative and cunning. Yes, these are all characteristics of a sociopath or a sociopath. Oh, okay, sociopath. Interesting. Yeah. And as I went, I looked it up, and as I was reading through the list, Chris was fitting almost every one of the clicks. Huh. Well. So, we got a little sociopath, psychopath going on in the show. Yep. Yeah. Although, I have to say, what was interesting was um, when the actor, Travis, I forget his name, his actual name, when he was interviewed uh, during the Talking Dead afterwards, and he started describing uh, the development of Chris, I thought it was it was a completely different spin than I would have ever gotten from what Chris actually was. Because he was right. actually putting it much more in a positive light of how mm-hmm. this kid was developing for the new world. Right. But you know, I, it's kind of the it's kind of the take that Chris was taking on it. But let me let me put put it this way too. There's another trait that I think is very important here is most sociopaths develop at the age of 15 Mm. Mm. interesting and that's what he is right and chris is 15 yep somebody did their homework on the show but anyway i just thought that was kind of interesting and uh just wanted to throw that out there because that's what this show is about i mean this week i think that almost everybody would agree that chris has gone psycho Mm mm-hmm He's definitely not somebody that you can trust. And I feel bad for Travis because it's like, what do you do? Like, he's your kid, but you he could kill you. He's already overpowered mm-hmm. him. And well, sociopaths just, they don't have any, um, they of course don't have any remorse. Right. And for them, they really don't have any true emotion. Emotion is feigned to get whatever they need to get. And Chris is, you know, he's definitely at this point... You know, when he needs to try to manipulate Travis, he can manipulate him. When he needs to just tell him to go away, he can tell him to go away without any remorse. Yeah. I mean, did you see his face after he did overpower Travis and yeah. and the guys came in and he was just like, mm, 
No big deal. You see how convincing his face was before he tried to take him over. Yeah. yeah. I think it's time for Chris to look at the flowers. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. So um, maybe he already has. Maybe. <laughs> no, I think I, you know, that was, I think that was the one um, defining thing out of this episode, which I think is what you're getting around to, Scott. Is that um, you know Chris showed his true colors in this episode, mm-hmm. like fully, because he turned on his dad. Right. But he also became a very interesting character, I think, mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah. I was infuriated at what he was doing or mm-hmm. his actions, but at the same time, I'm wondering where he went, especially at the end when he doesn't show up with the other bro guys. Right. And those guys, I want to go away. Yeah. Like, completely. They, like, they will. I want they them will to die an ugly death. Yeah, they were useless. Completely. Well, especially, like, the Brandon guy or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that guy sucks. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> But yeah, Chris sucks, but I want to see what's happening with him. That right, guy right. just sucks and I want him to go away. All right. Well, let, let me bring us back to um, Kim. Tell us your overall impressions of the show this week. Uh, once again, I really like this show. I I don't know what's going on, but the last four episodes have just been awesome. And I'm, I can't wait to see what happens next week during the finale because there's so many questions that need to be answered right now. And so many new things are popping up here and there. And even though there are part of the story, parts of the storyline that are similar to The Walking Dead, um, the fact that we're in a new setting and they're, I don't know, they're doing it differently. It just feels different, even though the settings, I mean, even though the storylines are a little bit similar. And I'm really digging it now. And Chris still drives me freaking insane. Madison still drives me insane. And so does Travis. But I'm kind of interested to see where their stories go. And you know what I just realized is we didn't see anything of Strand this time. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah, will. that stood out. Huh. That just popped into my head. So I he's guess recovering. he's still laid up. Yeah, he's in the mm-hmm. hotel room. But they didn't even mention him or anything. So Well, we saw a good bit of him on the, on the scenes for next week. I didn't so. watch that, so. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I really liked it. Okay. Stu? Well, I think I told you mostly what I felt about it. Um, I thought it was a good episode for sure. Uh, the stuff with the bros and Travis and Chris, I, I don't think I was really looking forward to, um, but it ended up being pretty good. And, and um, I think I was I was excited to see more of what they left us off with last week. Uh, but what happened when they turned the light on or when Madison turned the light on, uh, wasn't as quite a, a major event as I thought it was going to be. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially with the, the, the people at the gate, um, there was like a dozen people at the gate and I thought there was going to be like all the guys from the supermarket and all that stuff happening. And we didn't see anything happen at, uh, Colonia either. Right. So that's all going to come up in the next couple episodes. Maybe, which... maybe that's why I like this episode a little bit better. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Because they weren't jumping all over the place. Or going to Colonia. Well, they weren't going to Colonia, exactly. (laughs) We're just kind of like... Well, yeah, I wanted to see what was going to happen, because I think there's going to be a big fallout there. Yeah, there will be. There will be. Um, I tell you one thing, when you you were talking about the the people at the gate, I did love the opening shot, though, when they're going through the people, and it almost looks like they're going through a bunch of walkers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, with the low cut on on their legs and so forth, until you see that one has a suitcase. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and they're yeah, they all have they all have cleaner clothes on than I'm wearing currently. Well, I... <laughs> that's not and saying I was like, much. Man, yeah. they. Um, I wasn't gonna say it, but oh, come on. They've they've gone through a mess of troubles. All these people they uh-huh. they can't find resources, and uh-huh. yet their clothes are relatively clean. Well, there's a lot of clothes around. Yeah. You just go get dirty. You go pick up you a go. brand new one. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, that's uh, too much effort. All right, all right. I I thought the episode was was I thought the episode was intriguing. It was a little slow, but but still was very intriguing. I um. I'm glad finally we got Chris to go off the deep end. I mean, we've been building towards that for a little while. I'm glad to finally hit it so we can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought Travis was great in the episode. I, I thought his part was really well done. I like that he stuck to his convictions. I mean, throughout the whole thing, he, he never bowed, you know, and he never walked away either, you know. A lot of people in that position, when they see what these the three amigos are doing, and so forth might have, you know, or, or even just the two guys, you know, when Chris was there, he may have, you know, just pretended to go along with it or just kind of walked away from the situation, you know, just to help mm-hmm. his son out. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what I liked was when, uh, tra- when uh, Chris came up and said, they're ready to go. And Travis said, mm-hmm. well, they can wait. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly. a beautiful line. It was like, well, back the fuck off. Exactly. And I also thought it was really good when, when Chris said, why are you doing this? And he says, I'm doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought, I thought, I thought Travis was the, the real hero in the show. And unfortunately it didn't work out for him, but, but I really thought, but on the flip side, all the remorse and so forth that he had on when he got to the hotel the hotel i thought was a little bit overplayed but nonetheless well that's what i was gonna say like you know when i said that travis is driving me nuts the scenes that he did with chris i really liked travis in those scenes but as soon Mm -hmm. as he got back to the hotel and had to interact with madison it just fell flat and i'm wondering if it's just because there's no chemistry between the two actors there's not well i think it was yeah it was the writing though Mm -hmm. as well i mean because he was feeling like way too much remorse over this kid that was being a total jackass to him. And I, I mean, I can understand it's his son, you know, I mean, sure. You, you, you can't look past that. Right. But at the same time, he was sitting there being completely apologetic about his own actions. And right. he had what I actions? Mean, Right. He didn't do anything wrong no. at all. And uh-huh. I was just like, uh-huh. like, I was wanting to talk to him. Like, come on, man. Like, pull yourself together. That's right. Come on. They left exactly. you because he, he was saying that he left him, which uh-huh. I can see what he's saying. He left him in that he didn't fight hard enough for him. But the kid was gone. I mean, he was gone when he shot the guy that owned the farm. Oh, exactly. I mean, and not only that, you know, Travis did stand up to him. I mean, he could have been yeah. shot. Yep. I mean, these little psychopaths were going to kill anybody that gets in their way. And Travis stood up to him. He's, hell, he yeah. took a shot at one of them. Um, no, I thought I thought Travis was a was a, a nice highlight of the show. I, I actually also kind of liked, I don't know why, but I kind of liked the fact that Maddie and Alicia kind of worked out their issues. I like that, too. Oh, with so the father and stuff? Yeah, and just, just the, you know, the emotional the distress between the two. Yeah. I mean, Madison actually seemed like she was genuinely concerned about the uh-huh. way Alicia was feeling. Right. And it, it was convincing. 
for once. <laughs> I, always, I did want to chuckle though when when uh, when she and Travis are talking and and Travis is telling about all the horrible things that happened and stuff like that, and she looks at him real deeply and she goes, "I got to go talk to Alicia." I know. Hey, what about me? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> she yeah she she acted differently around Alicia. Like literally yeah. acted differently around Alicia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than when she's around Travis. Travis, she seems very stiff. That's what oh, I'm saying. I don't think the two doubt. actters uh-uh. they have uh-uh. they don't have no. chemistry. Like when he no. came through the fence and she gave him mm-hmm. a hug. Yeah. It yeah. was kinda of like a half hug kind of thing. It was like I don't know. Right. It was they, like they, hugging they, like like a hug to your uncle you haven't seen well, in like a year. It's mm-hmm. like a, a an affection <laughs> out of obligation. It's like how mm-hmm. I hug Scott. Like ugh. yes, right, right. <laughs> like you That's smell so way, bad. The way that brothers hug. So <laughs> leave me alone. Okay, but here's my biggest question about that opening scene. Yes. What is the big deal about letting all these people in? They're in a hotel for freaking sake, and they have a bunch of food. They have a bunch of spaces for these people to go. Well, like they said though, they didn't have enough supplies for everybody. They have a lot of food, but there's there's already a good. They're already a good-sized group, mm-hmm. and you're talking about, you know, 40-something people. Well, I do have to ask, how long are they going to stay there and just say, I'm sorry, I know. I can't <laughs> let you in? Lo siento, lo siento. No, lo siento. <laughs> oh, but I'm Open sorry. Open the gates. I'm, no, I'm sorry. And I, I don't know what you guys, but I, you know, when those folks are leaning on that gate and uh, and they open it up to let Travis through. Exactly. I don't think five people yes. are going to hold that gate closed. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I mean, come nope. on. That, that was a mob out there that wanted in. Right. And with the way that thing was moving, I'm really surprised it didn't just fall down, which would have been horrible for the entire group because then they're un- uh-huh. unprotected. Right. There's no defense left. Right. And so, But that's why I'm also wondering, like, why didn't they just let these people in? Eventually they did, I suppose. But Well, you don't know, though, also at that scene, you don't know how many more people are coming. Right. Right. You know, they can let that crowd in there, but there may be just as big a crowd coming in right behind them. Right. Yeah, well, they can at least shut them up. Let them in, and then you don't have, like, all these other people yelling at where the gate is. Yeah. True. Well, the other thing I want to know is where the hell were the walkers? Yeah, I know. They're back on the beach. These people are making a hell of a lot of noise. <laughs> Good point. Did you they're see them back on the walkers? beach? At your, you were asking that last podcast. You're like, where are the walkers on the beach when they're surfing lessons? Suddenly there's like a ton of them on this episode. Yeah, when Madison and Alicia were on the pier, they're looking down and there's walkers all over the beach again. So, But it just cracks me up. I mean, they're in the middle of a town, at least, if not a city, and there's no walkers coming to all these noise of these people congregating around this hotel. Strange. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. I mean, what they should have done, you know, is is they, they should have said they let them in because walkers were coming. Yeah. Or you know? they should have had all those people out of the gate and then the walkers overtook them and they just stood mm-hmm. there while they watched all these people dying. Right. And, you know, it's funny. I, it, I, it, it wasn't part of this episode, I don't think, but I saw a picture of Madison with walking away. Yep. Yeah, with the axe, walking away from the gate with a bunch of dead bodies laying there. Oh, really? Which I'm assuming were walkers. Maybe that's next week. That she had killed, um, I guess. It was actually it was it was actually noted for this episode. Yeah, really. It was episode thirteen. Yeah, but but it wasn't used evidently. AMC site. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, and you know, you realize this is the second time Elena has made the decision to 
lock people out and not help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Elena who made this one, though. Well, she's still going along with it. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. No, I think... She's not objecting uh, to it. I don't think any of them really were... uh, had a problem with that decision. Because, I mean, even, you know, even Alicia's barking on it and so forth, you know? Yeah. So, I think everybody had bought in on keeping everybody out because they know how many supplies they got. Yeah, they could bring them some ice. This is true. (laughs) But I will say that when Travis's little head popped up beyond mm-hmm. the crowd mm-hmm. that's kind of exciting don't you think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like sure we all knew it was coming but for him to reconnect with madison and that just seems so far-fetched but the fact that it did happen that's that's mm-hmm. it was just touching and i didn't mind that it was resolved pretty quick yeah i didn't think they needed to stretch out the episode waiting for you know we all know travis is going to show up right yeah so why not just get it over with in the first scene right Right. And and I so I I did like that part. I did like the fact that they got into that right off the bat and got it out of the way. I didn't Stu, I didn't really think there would be that much of a big thing going on with the with the hotel lights other than people saw it and came. Um I don't think we're at a point yet when the where the uh um the street gangs are going to get involved. Mm-hmm. I think they're all focused on dealing with the colonia. Yeah, they were. No, that's true. And and I don't think this has really become an issue with them yet. Yeah, but like you were saying, I mean, they were they're in a city, and you would uh-huh. expect there to be a lot more people. Sure, but sure. maybe not. It's not necessarily true that there would be tons of people. But and we know. don't know how big this place is either, or know. how far into it it is from the time that the apocalypse happened. It's only a couple of weeks. Right, but a lot of people could have left by now. If nothing uh-huh. had power, and you saw like a high rise building start shining the sign like oh yeah That's people would thing. be heading there that night <laughs> yeah because oh, yeah. it is gonna it's gonna stand out yeah and i believe they did they just didn't do it in as big a scale as we would have thought um yeah. that wasn't that wasn't too bit of a too big of a uh, issue to me i guess yeah i do like also that they resolved the whole chris travis scenario with a flashback mm-hmm it helped to um, wrap up the storyline of him finding the hotel, but I also liked, I just liked how they did that, presented it to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they right, they could have gone through and just done the episode from the beginning from that. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't necessary. And, uh, right, and they just went back and wrapped it all up that way. Chris, you know, Travis is uh, standing up to the three amigos was strong throughout, and... Um, they really needed to show it. I didn't, you know, it's funny. I really didn't feel like that was drawn out. I don't know why. The bro storyline? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was drawn out. I, I felt when he got to the hotel and started talking about it, yada, 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 that stuff was, was longer than it needed to be. But, but I, you know, there wasn't too much in the, in the stuff about at the, at that house and the barn and so forth that I thought was overdone no i agree i think all of it was needed and very well done well the, i mean the whole thing seemed like it was even uh, to them and travis felt like it was being pushed too fast mm-hmm. so it was right. like they these guys were pushing him like okay well we gotta get this guy on the road and so i mean right. there was like this constant pushback at travis um because right. he was trying to save that that guy what was his name jack james james 
Sweet oh. baby James. Yeah, sweet baby James. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who knew that they would leave him in an instant? Right. Kill him. Let, let, let's 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 examine that a little bit. Um, I'm still a little bit lost. I've seen the show twice, and I'm still a little bit lost as to why these guys feel it's imperative that they have to kill James. Instead I don't of know. Just That's leaving weird. him behind. Yeah, especially if if Travis is saying he's going to stay with him. Right, and in, in, in his story, you know, James gives us the story about their friend Troy, yeah, who, who James ended up putting down. But the guy had been bitten. They right. all knew he was going to change. They all knew he was going to die. So they put him down. James wasn't in that position. James yeah. wasn't going to die. Yes. Well, they had. They so why did they were have to thinking kill him? that he would die? But at the same time, they're leaving him, and they're leaving Travis, and they're not killing Travis. Right. So why wouldn't they just let if Travis said he would take care of him? Right. It didn't make any sense to me at all. I mean, the story didn't justify it. Um, none of their 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 lame reasoning, which well, especially, really doesn't especially anything, when that Brandon it. guy was standing on the back of the truck and they're loading stuff up, and he says to Chris, "He knows he's not coming with us." At that point, I was like, "Well, okay, that's really weird," because. Mm-hmm. Like if if they were bringing Travis along, it'd be you know be one thing, but they knew they were going to leave him there anyways. Why would they kill James? Because I don't know. as James, I think it was James that was explaining the story. They made a mm-hmm. pact with each other from the very beginning, right? That if some that if somebody was in um, in peril, that the other person mm-hmm. would put them out of their misery so they didn't turn. And so I think Brandon, even though it's just a leg wound, a flesh wound, um, because Brandon or because James was in so much pain during the the truck ride and ended up passing uh-huh. out, I think he realized that it was much worse than they were than than they be- believed. And so he was right. carrying on with the pack. But why? But why are these guys so? Um impatient to move on i, I mean, don't know you know he's the, the only guy that's got any medical experience is telling them if you just wait the guy will be fine yeah you know he just needs to heal and these guys are all like well we got to get to san diego we got to get why well the one thing they keep saying is we got to get protein they keep saying protein over i know that was again. weird that was very well, weird like they're, they're jocks exactly <laughs> they're jocks i know um, but they, even the even james was like well the protein will help me right it'll heal it Yep. Well, the only thing I can think of is they were at the farm for a week, and they told us that. So maybe right. they just think that the the longer they wait to get to San Diego, the more damage is going to be done to San Diego, and the people that they're going back to find are going to be in danger. Well, they just don't want to wait. Just I think impatient. I was going to say, I got kind of the feeling they were just bored. Yeah. I mean, they might have been. They're hotheads. Yeah. Um it seemed like they were a little bit bored, but I, I still, it just, I don't know. That's the one part of the storyline that just, I didn't weak. feel that's justified. Yeah, it was weak. Um, it didn't make sense. Um, there could have, you know, they could have done a better job explaining why these guys had to off James. I mean, you know, the the stuff that they came up with, even if it was a pact, the pact doesn't make any sense. These guys are not that dumb that they can't realize that that guy can recover from a leg wound. I think they are. I, I don't. The, <laughs> no, way. James, no way. James obviously knew that they were. He was. He. I mean, he was scared from the the time they sewed him up that right, these guys were going to do this. Right. But his reaction and so forth, like you're saying, led me to think that there was more to 
the story, but they didn't really explain it very well. Mm-mm. No, I don't know. I, I just think it was part of the pact. That's how I feel about it. Well, yeah, that's fine, but it still doesn't make any sense, even if it was a pact. I mean, the guy wasn't in mortal danger. I know. What are you going to do? I think it comes down to the fact that you, <laughs> Travis is there to take care of the guy, whether he's going to die, turn, or whatever. Travis is going to take care. Why do they? Why do they keep Travis alive and leave him? And why did they leave James or kill James? Shoot him in uh-huh. the head. Kim, explain it. No, I did think it was pretty funny that <laughs> Travis was able to stitch up his leg like he's done this a million times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did it the They're other day. They're pretty lucky. It's not that hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 this guy did a little cross stitch on his leg. Yeah, just a little bit. There's a little nick. <laughs> I was able to little close kitty that cat. One right. of kitty cat on my leg. <laughs> I, um, I thought uh, one of Travis's best moments is when he did confront Chris that night when the guys were out eating their mm-hmm. chicken. Best moment of the and, whole you know, episode. When he smacked the beer out of his hand? Well, I thought before that even, his line, you know, he, he tells Chris to wipe his face. He's got grease all over it. And Chris is like, mm-hmm. why do I have to do that? And he's Travis is like... For God's sake, you killed a man today, Chris. The least you can do is have it affect your appetite. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I thought that was a great line. I mean, it was so it was so true. It's like at least it's got to, you know, at least act like it affects your appetite. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that is shows you what a sociopath that kid is. Yeah. yeah he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Right. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. He, he doesn't even understand what his dad's talking about. James had more remorse over over the guy that he killed than Chris did. Well, I've got some I've got some more thoughts about that when we get to talking about what's going to happen in the future. Oh, okay. On that on that point, but uh, I, I thought though that and it, of course, like when he knocked the beer out of his hand, I think um, you know, and then Chris, you know, Chris starts trying to manipulate him by saying, you know, hey, you know. When you did that medical stuff, proved your your worth to the group. You know, you could even make yourself a hero out of this. And and Travis is kind of like, what are you talking about? Yeah, are right. you out of your mind? I don't want to be any friends with these with these crazies, douchebags. Yeah, and and you could just see Chris was not getting it no. at all. Chris he, was like smitten. He's smitten oh, with these yes. guys. Like, I have found my people. He found people he could use. Yeah. But the way he turned on his dad so fast. Like, well, but that's 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 what a sociopath does because the sociopath doesn't really have true attachments. Uh-huh. And and Chris, you know, Chris told him flat out what it was. I mean, he told him, he said, you know, before, you know, when I've been with you, I've been feeling like I was a monster. Huh. But now that I'm not with you, I feel like no, I'm just evolving into this world. Yeah. Right. So he's he's using this stuff to justify his actions. What do you think would have happened if the apocalypse had never happened? Would Chris still be uh, going down this path or did the apocalypse kind of make it come to the surface? I don't I don't think so. I don't think he I don't think he would be going down this path. I think something in him snapped. Not not like this so much, but mm. he would be, you know, a sociopathical person is 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 going to be that way one way or the other he's just been able to you know he's now finding ways of using it to his advantage um and keep in mind 
he doesn't, you know, these people never feel like they did anything wrong. Right. And that they're not responsible for what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if something bad happens, someone else did it. Yep. You know, and he's definitely shown that. And, you know, and his thing, you know, for him, hey, everything justifies the means, you know, what's going on. Well, I think yep. when his mom died, that was probably the trigger that made mm-hmm. him snap. Yeah. And then if she hadn't died, she probably could have kept him in check for a little bit. But I think eventually it would have happened no matter what. I think Chris, you know, had had there not been in the apocalypse and so forth, Chris Chris's pathology would have uh, manifested itself probably in screwed up relationships for the rest of his life, you know, um, never really being truly successful at things and so forth. Yeah, he'd probably be on a podcast. Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> We have no emotions. That's <laughs> right. Any Shut emotions? Up, every every emotion. <laughs> every emotion that the listeners hear is fake. Yeah. We're not really laughing now. We're crying. <laughs> I'm crying inside. It's, it's manipulating. <laughs> we're manipulating our audience into thinking we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. What I'm trying to say is, I really relate to Chris. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> you can move out. <laughs> <laughs> I kept, I kept loving the way that I, Travis kept saying, "You ate the chickens. You should ate the eggs." <laughs> yeah, right. He kept that saying it. Didn't he? He's like, oh, "What the hell? Stop killing had, the chickens." If you'd eaten the eggs and not had eaten the chickens, we wouldn't be in this problem. <laughs> I know. And didn't that uh, branding guy was like, "Oh, you stop with your school marm." Yeah, he said, "Stop with like the school marm stuff. You're sounding like an <laughs> asshole." Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I hated that guy. I know. And then he shows up at the end, like, ah, oh, crap. That yep. guy again. Yep. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yep. was awesome. I mean, it, I mean, it definitely got my emotions stirring. And I, like, and I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I thought he looked a little bit worse for wear. Oh, totally. He's been through some shit. Yep. Yep. And where was Chris? I tried to, like, freeze the frame, made me thinking that Chris was in the background far, far mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. There was no Chris. No, you're trying to freeze frame. No, I think freeze I think uh, I think uh, in all honesty, I think Chris scared them away. I you think, think I think Chris did something bad enough that it scared those dudes away. Oh, see, I'm really curious see, because mm-hmm. you know, like Stu pointed out, when Brandon when Brandon killed James, baby James, you could see he, he had a little bit of horror on his face. He was he was kind of like, yeah. oh shit, what did I just do? Uh-huh. And you know, and James had already explained that Brandon couldn't do it the first time. Yeah. Right, but Chris has shown no horror or speculating, of course. But I have a feeling they're going to be in a situation where Chris just, you know, just kills people outright. That these guys are even they are kind of like, oh my god, why would you kill them? What the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. and and they're just like, we're out of here, you know. Well, you know, I, I don't know if it was you, Scott, or Cam that called it, but maybe he will be. That's you know, what like I was some Negan. evil. Yeah. yeah. See, I would love Could to. Be. I would love to see. Um, I think it would be re- really interesting to see a um, see him almost be the villain of season three. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, where where in you know where in TV have you seen a fifteen year old psychopath bad guy as being the bad guy on the show? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And and speculating even further. 
we're talking about how weird Maddie and and um, Travis and uh, Travis's relationships relationships is. What if we got into a situation where Madison had to kill Chris? <laughs> I can totally see that happening. And how how would that affect that whole group dynamic? Yeah, mm-hmm. she would probably kill him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, without him being the bad guy, Chris Chris is going to be in the next episode. Because I already saw, you know, they have a scene where they're oh, showing. Oh, he is. Yeah, they they show um they show Travis on a balcony yelling down, "Chris, what are you doing?" Oh, really? God, yeah. watch these. Oh. Um. So he's on the he's on the you know he's in the final episode, so he's coming mm-hmm. back, and and I have a feeling it's not for good reasons. You know, I really think that this all this stuff that's going on with Chris is going to start to harden Travis, and he's going to finally become the person that we want him to become. And stop being mm-hmm. you whatever. Yeah, but they yeah, but they still like like I said at the start, like I, I liked seeing that he um again was taking care of the dead and you know the guy at that farm burying him and stuff, because right. you kinda you have to have a strong humanity uh build up of what that, that moral compass is, you know, what that the moral character is. And I think He's one of the only ones that has that left. No, and I right. totally agree. And I'm not saying that he's going to lose that, but I'm saying that he's hopefully he's finally going to become the person who can kill somebody if it's needed. Yeah, he's going to be like the Rick character, you know? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Well, he's definitely if if it does turn out that we have some kind of confrontation with Chris as the bad guy, and someone has to take action, it's going to change him. Yeah. Oh, totally. And uh, totally. And I kind of I don't know the but, way they were hinting at things and so forth. I, I just have a suspicion that that may be the case. But I don't think it's going like if if there's a scenario where Madison has to kill Chris, for example, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's going to to totally kill their relationship, Madison and Travis. I, don't know. I think at this point, Travis is starting to see what a crazy kid mm-hmm. he is. Mm. And if Madison has to do something, he's going to understand. Well, but I think that's that's the stuff at the end of the show when he was showing so much more remorse. It was like, where the uh-huh. hell is that coming from? Don't forget the one thing he said. He said it to Madison, you know, when they were talking about how they split up at the farm, you know, the, the original farm, whenever, when the whole group split up. Right. And they were talking about the conversation they had. He was saying, he was talking about Chris trying to kill Alicia or Madison, right? Yes, and and she was she was apologizing for. Her. No, no, you shouldn't apologize for. Her. You were protecting your daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to protect your daughter, and I had to protect my son. Yeah. Okay. So he's still he's still under the opinion that he's supposed to be protecting Chris. Well, of course. But I mean, what what I mean is that he's. I think he's really still under that impression that he's. You know, his first responsibility is to Chris. So if we get into a situation where someone has to kill Chris, um, I think it does. I think it sets Travis off on a uh, a whole different uh, path. Well, I think, like you said, it's going to be something very similar to Rick, where he goes off the deep end for a little bit and then comes to the realization that things do need to be different and change, and then he'll come back. I think that if Madison kills him, it's going to be for a very good reason. There's going to be something major that happens that Chris has done in front of everybody so that everybody knows about it. And when it comes down to him being killed, Travis is going to understand. I don't Mm -hmm. think so. 
I don't think so. I, I think it, we'll find out. We'll find out. Next I just, season. I just think it actually makes the dynamic even more interesting if he doesn't. Yeah. And we have that kind of conflict. Well, uh, the thing that killed me when, when Chris drove off with the guys in the truck, and even I was like, to Stuart, I was like, he didn't say he loved him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. one of the last things I would have said. I love you. Even if the truck is like miles and miles on the road, I would have yelled, I love you. But he didn't do it. And that was the thing that he said to Madison. Like, he still cares and he still was his child, but he mm-hmm. knows that he's fucked up. He's I think he's still a little bit in denial on it, too. I mm-hmm. mean, I think I think he still thinks he can save him. Yeah. And that, you know, that um, I still don't think he recognized. You know, let me put it this way. When Chris started, started, uh, you know, before he tricked him, when he started talking about um, the fact that he, he now gets it, that he now realizes that these guys are dangerous, yada, yada, yada. And, and Travis was all over that. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll get us out of here, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he was, he was, he still was easy to manipulate. Yeah, but because... still, it's early. It's early on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I think everybody was buying into that. I, I actually was like, this is, he, he's coming on too strong. He's, there's something bad. Like with Chris. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you could tell that he was, he was getting ready to turn in any second yeah. on his right. dad. And, mm-hmm. um, but that, that right there was like, screw the kid, you know? I mean, he just freaking tricked his dad so that these two guys that he's known for two days mm-hmm. can overtake his dad. Yep. Yep. And yeah, kill exactly. the other guy. That's what I want to have yep. been kicking some ass. My boot yeah, would have I mean, been so far up know, his butt. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be hard with those, those cute little spandex jeans he's got on. <laughs> god what an idiot by the way we never did really examine what the title meant for the show that's easy date 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 of death death. Mm -hmm. there was lots of dates of death when travis was burying elias elias yeah Mm -hmm. and then he buried uh james yeah he was trying he was asking chris what what's the date and chris Mm -hmm. said it didn't matter it's also yeah the death of their relationship, the death of Chris that he knew. Yeah, I think I think what it spoke to more than anything, in my opinion, was the Chris's whole change in attitude, his his um, his indifference to things, and yeah. that um, he was completely indifferent to whatever the date is. I don't care. You know, he didn't get the relevance of the fact that the guy that his dad was talking about that this guy died. Well, yeah. he doesn't get state. the rel- he doesn't get the relevance of why his dad's hanging on to whatever society used to be. Right. He's like things have changed. This is the new game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what sums it all up. He's like what what does it matter what the day is? Mm-hmm. Like things have changed. We're not going back to the way it was before. Right. And he says to his dad, he said you're not you're not you don't have the ability to change. I can't I I you are saving me. You are protecting me like you promised my mom by leaving me. Right. Uh, which which it, was absolutely insane. It is, but I can also see it from Chris's point of view. Like, he doesn't want to be with his dad. Why uh-huh. make him? Right. Well, they're not helping each other. Right. And that's where when the actor, Travis, was interviewed afterwards, he, he can kind of understand where Chris is evolving. And Travis is holding on to the past. He's holding on to what it was, mm-hmm. um, which even maybe uh, contains morality 
that Chris doesn't have. And, and they're not good for each other. So in a way it's fine that Chris takes off because actually Uh it's helping Travis and the fact that Travis is completely infatuated with, you know, taking care of this kid who doesn't give a shit about him. Well, not only that, he probably saves Travis's life. Yeah, and in a way, except that he took the truck and didn't leave any food. But right, but but these guys were he he was going to push these guys too far eventually. Yeah, yeah. Travis was. Yes, and and uh, you know they would eventually kill him. It would have been interesting to see how much remorse Chris would have over that. <laughs> probably not much. Probably not a lot. Um, but the, I think the the best thing, the coolest thing to come out of all of this is that this made Madison wake up and realize that she mm-hmm. needed to take responsibility for the way that she raised Alicia and which led her to run off to go and find her and reveal what actually happened with her dad. And um mm-hmm. so, you know, there's always that take the good, take the bad and um Madison's always been the hard ass that we didn't like and now she's becoming soft again. Is anybody is anybody else disappointed in the story of the of the father? I, for some reason, thought it was going to be more interesting. Um, the way they handed on it originally and so forth. I thought... Then I, his I don't note that where he said, enough is enough. No, no, just in... No, originally when they first started talking about the mysterious father. Yeah, back in season and we one. we didn't know what was happening uh-huh. and so forth like that. I thought there was something more relevant to the story, you know, oh, or to yeah. the apocalypse or whatever. I don't know. But I was I was waiting for something interesting. Well, and the guy just killed it, himself. It wasn't okay. very yeah. surprising, that's for sure. I mean, we kind of mm. knew that that was probably what happened. But yeah, it was kind of like benign, like a benign death <laughs> if if suicide yeah, can be that just, way. But I mean, there still might be more that we don't know about. Especially I don't think so. I I, think, I still think there's I think they threw it out there already. I still think there's more with Madison. Right, there could be. That we're going to find out. But but based on the fact that there wasn't more with the father leads me to think maybe there isn't a lot more with Madison. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. The fact that she hid the death from her kids, I think is pretty interesting. But that gives the excuse as to why she might be, who knows, like, you know, maybe she was drinking a lot or doing drugs or whatever. Because she was dealing with having to deal with that stuff on her own, possibly. Yeah, the guilt of it and everything. Yeah. I don't think she was maybe doing so. drugs, but... I think she did drink a lot. I don't know. I thought we might, I might, or we might find something more interesting with the father and kind of fell a little flat to me. I mean, I guess at this point, does it matter? Probably not. It's just I don't know. an interesting Adds a little, little more mystery to the thing. Right. It well, just, I think, it's I think that's kind of tidbit. what Scott's saying is that it almost like, ah, now it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kind of dealt with it. Now it's over. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, Fear the Walking Dead is famous for that. They build yes. it up and then they yank it out from underneath you and don't prevent. Because you know they kept dropping hints here and there that there was something mysterious about the father mm. and so forth that no one would ever you know come out and say it or anything like that. Nick dropped some little hints and Alicia did and her mom and so forth like that. So you know her mom did too, even to uh, Travis sometimes. And so I really thought maybe there was something really interesting. Here. Well, you know, I mean, Nick still doesn't know about the suicide. No. It's possible right. that Nick knew, kind of had a feeling that that's what had happened because of the way his dad was acting beforehand. And um, I don't know. It still well, makes all, me kind of go, yeah. Meh. All of it all right. was to explain her not 
focusing any energy on Alicia. Right. Sure. I mean, the whole point was that, you know, she was saying, listen, I was worried about Nick becoming your father. Uh, Right. And that's fine. I mean, I, I, I I get that and so forth, but it seems like a whole lot of effort to go through to uh, work on her and Alicia's uh, relationship. I really thought it would be something that might impact the whole group. Yeah. But alas, it's not. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's another one of those emails, I guess, sent off to the writers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> fuckers. Uh, get on that, Stuart. Did we talk enough about <laughs> the bros that. showing up at the end? Were you shocked to see them? Um, I was. Oh, yeah, I was. I was I excited. Was. Yep. I felt mm-hmm. like The Walking Dead mm-hmm. again. Uh, like I was like, oh my god, what are they doing there? Yeah, but at the same time, I was disgusted because I was like, I thought we were done with those fools. Oh <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, the only thing I'm hoping is that they're not, uh, they're not pulling a, uh, um, you know, bait and switch type thing by acting like that they're refugees coming in there just so they can get inside. Oh, that would be so dirty. Mm-hmm. But even then, why would Chris not be with them if they were all three doing that? Because Chris wouldn't know that Madison and all them are in the hotel. Right. He or... would just think that they're people in the hotel. Right. So or they've been scoping and they saw and maybe Chris realized I can't go out there because there's my there's my half sister standing on the pier watching walkers. <laughs> I mean, you're, you you could be right, but it just seems, I don't know. Far-fetched. Yeah. yeah. Jinx. Yeah. Kimmy can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's face is not happy at the moment. <laughs> Kim, Kim, Kim. Thank you. That's going to be a very bad podcast if yeah, I can't seriously. talk. <laughs> Might have to do video. Hey, that's your opinion, honey. Oh, be quiet, Stuart. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a moment and uh, maybe get around to some listener feedback. Yeah. It's like waking up from a bad dream. Just to figure out he wasn't dreaming in the first place. All I saw was gangsters coming up as a youngster. Pussy and money, the only language I clung to. Cling to, I mold myself up to become one. Ain't you happy? I chose rap, I'm a monster. Streets deceiving, can't believe my achievements. Culture strata, personas that of a non. Uh, so actually, we're throwing out some uh, listener feedback, right, guys? Yeah. I guess. But did we not have anything else to talk about on the episode at all? We're done. Uh, I'm done. Okay. I'm good. Right. I got it out of my system. Okay. All right. The car, Jane said, Chris tricked Travis and allowing his bros to hold a gun to his head infuriated me. I feel for Trav, but I want to put his energy into something that will provide positive feedback for him. Chris is too far gone and is draining the energy. Yes. I think we just discussed that a lot. Yes. yes. Let's get it on. Yep. Move it on. But as we said, Chris is, I don't know, he's, gonna be, he's more interesting because of it. The True. bros suck. Glad they're gone. I still they're think they're gone. interesting. Brandon's so? interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Marielle A, or um, at OTH Madagascar, said, man, that was boring. <laughs> to be honest, I am sick and tired of Chris and Travis. I wouldn't mind seeing them leave forever or even turn. Oh, my. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Harsh. Okay. I'm okay with Certainly that too. Harsh. But I think they're getting more interesting. 
Yeah, we'll see. I, I, you know, if Chris turns into a villain, then I will. I mean, a real villain, yeah. like a lasting villain, then, uh, you know, like the Road Warrior. Yeah, it's worth it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we should get like this big souped-up Dodge. Be going down the highway all the Spikes time. Spikes on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, with a dog in the right seat. All right. Um, Misty Rain sixty said, "Love the season. Travis reminds me of Rick in the beginning, but now he's getting it." And Def Morgan. Definitely Morgan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprised, but not surprised about Chris and his actions. Can't wait to see how it plays out with Derek and Brandon in the hotel. Same. Uh, I agree. It's going to be interesting. David Valentine said, "I wish Travis had put put up more of a fight as Chris was leaving. In this world, that meant never to be seen again. Also, Travis was left behind with no food or vehicle. Chris did not know if walkers or hostile humans were to be a danger to his dad. I could not understand why baby James had to die and why Chris was so insistent in abandoning his dad after demanding he abandon Madison. Mm. Yeah, exactly, because Chris is a dick." enough said (laughs) no but i agree with him that he he it it was weird that he didn't seem to put up more of a fight with chris i i I don't know i think at that point yeah i think at that point um there wasn't a whole lot of fight left i mean you know uh, these guys are wandering all around him and stuff like that i know but when they're driving off chris is in the back of the truck and chris is like yeah sure i'll talk to the dad but he knows he's not coming and he drives off well, why do you Chris, think he didn't go to talk to his dad? He, well, he yeah, but, you but come he, here and I'll talk to you. Yeah, but even Travis at the end is like, God damn you, Chris. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. there was a motion there for him to do something. He didn't do I anything. Don't... Yeah. What do so, you want to do? I, like pull him off the truck? I probably would. <laughs> I think he did. I'd probably I mean, grab I, his shirt I, and be like, no, you're not going I felt anywhere. like he was. I felt like he was continually trying to talk him out of there. Yeah. No, he was. He, he was, but I'm just, it's, yeah. And then, uh, but... There's more emotion there that he's even sad that he didn't express, you know? When he, he, yeah, go ahead. Well, when he said, he said, you know, I never said, you know, I love you. He said, God damn you mm-hmm. when he was driving away. It's too and bad so, he didn't have one of those big nets on a long stick. Or a shepherd's hook. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like a clown costume and a hook. And be like, rawr, rawr. Or an anchor. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, yes. An anchor. Like a news anchor. Um, so yeah, also Anne Frank on Crank Yay. wrote in again, which was love good. her name. Uh, Edict Illuminato, Illuminato said, and yeah, good luck spelling that one. Solid episode, <laughs> great build up. I believe the characters are in danger from each other! Exclamation point. Chris sure is breaking bad quick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absent from the shot of the frat boys at the hotel, looking for a three front battle in the finale. Yeah, it could be. Kara from Virginia emailed in with a really long email, but I'm going to read it because it's really good. Good morning. I hope you liked this last Chris Heavy episode, Date of Death, as much as I did. I personally thought it was better than Pillar of Salt. I love the whole storyline of Travis and injured James versus Chris and the trigger happy frat boys and the whole moral dilemma that Travis was faced with. And I was even more fascinated with his guilt about not converting to brutalism for the approval and love of his son. Fascinating stuff, especially coming from Travis. I remember when they first announced the spinoff Fear the Walking Dead and Gail Ann Hurd said, we're going for a family drama at its core set in this Walker world. And I thought, oh shit, I hate family dramas. (laughs) 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 
But I like the conflicts and dilemmas so far. It's not the stereotypical communication and structure conflicts that you see on most TV family dramas. Yawn. I was also really surprised to see the frat boy standing at the gates of the hotel these last minutes of the episode. But Chris was not with them. I wonder if he's hanging back and they are making some attack or robbery or if the frat brothers turned on Chris. What do you guys think? I think we just told you. I also yep. hope Ophelia does find Tobias and or her papa. Uh, papa. I like Daniel's character <laughs> and want him to come back. Oh my god. If she found Tobias, I would die. That would be awesome. <laughs> and lame. And lame, but awesome. Yeah. All at the I know, same time. That would time. be awesome because we've been talking about it so much. He's going to come back. Kara okay. made me feel better. All right. And then she goes on to say, Scott is right. Oh, Kara. Kara, Kara, Kara. God damn it. It had to happen. Oh. It had to happen. She says, Colonia is a snooze fest. I did like. No, 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 no. If Scott had said it, it would Columnia. be Colonia. Colonia? She goes on to say, I did like Pillar of Salt, but I had issues with the confusing timeline, which is a pet peeve of mine with The Walking Dead. Has it been a week, two weeks, a month? I wish they'd been more clear on that because it makes some actions confusing if you don't have a time perspective. I foresee a handful of Colonia members, survivors, making their way to the hotel and everyone reuniting there at the end of the season. And it was nice to see Madison open up to Alicia about what happened to her father and explain to her why she has been hovering over Nick and ignoring Alicia. Maybe she will change going forward. Death predictions. Ooh, this is good. I think Travis or, or Ophelia is my predict. Who do you think will be the first of the main cast to die? Take care, Kara. Hey, I got something to say on that. I don't know if you guys felt it, but for a moment there, I was wondering maybe if uh, if Travis was going to take the big jump. What do you mean? On the balcony. Oh, really? Yeah. You thought so? Because I was thinking about it. You know what? If he did that, man, that would be a shocker. That would totally be. That yeah. would have really ripped that show up. Yep. That would have been interesting. But wouldn't you think, like, why the hell did he just do that? Well, that's... After going through so much stuff just to get back to that. he felt so bad about what had happened. Yeah. You know, he kind of he kind of just he wasn't trying to get back to him. Matter matter of fact, he even said to Madison that it, it's not necessarily a good thing I did find you because if I hadn't found you guys, I wouldn't have ever had to tell anybody about this. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't he didn't seem like he was happy to be. No, there. he just went to the ocean and saw and saw the the beacon and finds them there. It wasn't something he was looking for. I think he was just wandering mm. aimlessly. Yeah. I don't know who's going to die. I mean, I for the longest time, I thought it was going to be Chris, and now I'm not so sure. I don't want it to be Chris no. now. You know, can, can I just say, no. yeah? Kim, props to you for reading that entire thing. Oh, why? Because I can read better than yes, you? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, well, yeah, that, you did very well. because I don't have the Sonderman and, genes. And thank you, Kara, <laughs> for such an in-depth and thought-out <laughs> comment, mm-hmm. I think. That was, that was a great letter, Kara too. always has good letters. Yep, I yeah. know. She rocks. I agree. Especially about the colonia. <laughs> that was her. That was her only thing that I didn't agree with. Colonia. That she agrees with Scott. I mean, come on. Hmm. Yeah. Don't tell my wife. Yeah, it's not even the thoughts on what the show is. It's when you say you agree with Scott. Bad territory. Just don't tell my wife, don't go please. There. I know. I know. I'll be in the doghouse for a week. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Kara. Frank Delane did an interview with Digital Spy. It's a 
a publication out of um, England, I think, recently. And he said that when it comes to his character of Nick, that he has really struggled with his own identity and where the character ends and he begins. And he said, the development is great. The story arc is really interesting. I just hope we keep taking it further and explore the genre in a different way. The zombie apocalypse has been done before, so I just hope we keep doing something different. Which I totally agree with. I don't want them to rehash D- Walking Dead. No, but 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 not boring different. No. You know. I mean, it's zombies. Yeah. yeah. Interesting different. Yeah. Different, well, you different. know, but I've even, I, you know, I've even thought about, you know, what if they were to take the show into now they just all stay in the hotel. That could get boring. If they're just yeah. hanging out in the hotel and things happening at the hotel. Well, we know they're not going to be at the no, no, hotel no, no, very so long. The hotels. I know that. Colonia is going to fall. The hotel's going to fall. They're going to have to move on. Mm-hmm. Which know, again has been done. I, mean, I don't, before. I don't mean to make it sound like it's boring, but that's, that has to happen. Sure. For, for you know the story to go anywhere. Sure. They cannot be safe. He went on to say that he does not watch the shows that he acts in, and so he doesn't get into all the fan craziness. He doesn't understand why the fans behave the way they do. So I guess that's... He sounds like a fun guy. I know. Like, come on, man. I guess that's why he's never been at the conventions. That would explain that. And he probably will mm-hmm. never be at the conventions. So you can mark that one off your list. Sounds like a, a real winner. <laughs> All right. The second news item I have is that McFarland Toys, you guys know McFarland Toys, right? Mm-hmm. They announced the release of series number five for their newest Walking Dead figures. And all of these figures are going to be based on the comic, not the T show. So mm-hmm. they're going to release Shane, Glenn, Negan, and Lydia. Lydia's a new one. Okay, let me just say real quick this might have some spoilers. <laughs> So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, skip ahead. Um, Lydia is Carl's girlfriend in the comics. And this is way down the line past where we are at this point in the TV show. Okay. Um, So each of the figures will come with a head on a stick. Like somebody's head's been chopped off and put on a pike. And um, that's nice. Yes. That's part of a key storyline from later on in the comics. And then okay. also, some of them will come with zombie versions of themselves. So Shane will have a zombie head that you can switch out for his regular head. Hmm. And Glenn Sweet. is going to have, I, I don't know if it's a head that you can replace or if it's just a mask that you can put over his normal head. But it'll be a version of himself with his head bashed in from Negan. Hitting him with a bat. You sure it's not from being under a dumpster? No. I was going to say, there's a dumpster you can put on top of him. (laughs) It's a dumpster hat. (laughs) And then the Negan version is the one with him with um, long hair and a long beard. So that's different from what we know of him now. Okay. So there is, I did not find anything about when those have been released or when they're going to be released. So probably pretty soon. I would imagine they would be around the premiere time. So keep your eyes open. Right. Um, so why Shane? That's because he was a major character in the comic book. Okay, yeah. but not in the show. Well, he was major in the show, too. I mean, he was, yeah, he was major, but like, didn't he get off in like season two? Of the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but he was a major character in the comic. Yeah. Okay. Everybody loves Shane or hates, loves to hate him. Whatever. Anyways. Yeah, I, I was going to say he's kind of 
Sure. Chris is the new Shane. Yeah, he kind of is, actually. He's mm-hmm. acting just like him. So maybe he will be the next one dead. <laughs> uh, Ride with Norman Reedus has been renewed for another season. Oh, Thank good. God. Aren't wow. you excited? I was worried about that one. Oh, my God, I know. Holy cow. I hope they have Captain Crunch on one of the episodes. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't even know what that means. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to also run for six episodes and no release date has been released yet. Announced Cool. Yet. That is awesome. And I cannot wait. Thank you, Norman, for bringing us into your travels. Now, the one that I'm really excited about is <laughs> American Horror Story. There's been an announcement uh-huh. made about that. Scott, have you been watching the new season? I watched the first episode. I haven't watched the second episode Okay, yet. same here. That's where we're at. All right, so Ryan Murphy, creator and producer of American Horror Story, announced that there will be a companion series. He's um, creating it all in secret, so we have no details at all. We know nothing about it, um, but it's apparently been something that he's been planning for quite a while, and now it's actually happening. And how do you how, what? How do you have a companion series for a show that changes every season to a completely new story? Well, from what I've heard, it might be a companion to the Roanoke uh, season. Uh-huh. So, because you know how the Roanoke season, the newest one, if if you're not watching, yeah. um, is is shot in a documentary type of fashion. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like the the ghost shows that you see on Sci-Fi uh-huh. Channel or something. So Did you hear that? Somehow. <laughs> what the hell was that? What was that? Since it's a different actor playing the actor in the real like how do you explain that i don't even know how to explain it they have an actor playing the real person and then they have an actor replaying the real person in a in a documentary correct okay there you go there you go what i'm trying to figure out is how how is he announcing now that he's going to have a companion series when this show's already started because it's going to be during the off season it's going to be just like the walking dead and fear the walking dead are uh, wait, does it okay? Does American Horror Story like take a huge break? Well, the summertime, or, uh, yeah. They take a break. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But but okay. I still don't get the. But, I just still. I still don't get how it could be a companion. But what I was going to say was, so all the seasons of American Horror Story are related somehow, right? Wow. And so they right. think that, or there's speculation that this companion series might tie it all together, or. Mm. It could be based on the characters that are featured in Roanoke. Okay. Okay. I'm. No, that's cool. They can tie. Don't tie think it about it too much. Scott. I kind of like. I kind of like the what they've been doing. A new complete yeah. new story every well, year, and just leave it at that. Jeez. Well, you know, when when they say they're going to start tying it together, it makes you sound makes it sound like it's going to end. Like there's going to be a final thing whereas i like the fact that they just kind of kept changing it completely and you didn't right. think that there was like anything i, I thought the together. vehicle being a, they were using the same actors on a completely different story every season yep. was cool kind of like fargo uh-huh. um mm-hmm. i think it's great why do you go you know uh, don't mess with this stuff too well much, i think guys. that he has announced the end of the series hasn't he aren't, aren't they going until like eight or nine and then they're gonna wrap it up <clears throat> i thought that's what they were leading to well, this one's six, right? No, this is... What is this? Is this six? Six. Six. Yeah. I think it's the sixth. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I know they're eventually going to tie it all together. Because there's stuff in the murder house that... <laughs> that um, has already been seen in Roanoke, so... 
Now, you know, you know what is weird? We didn't watch Hotel, so we need to watch the Hotel stuff, I think. Yeah, we didn't watch all of the um, Asylum one either. Oh, I uh, love the Asylum one. Or Coven. Great. We only watched a part of Coven. I didn't watch Coven. I couldn't get into Coven too much. I didn't find it that interesting. I thought it was, was super interesting. Yeah, cause yeah, just because of the setting. Right, the, yeah. the, 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 the uh, um, Asylum was fantastic. The Circus one mm. I thought was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I don't... I did watch the Hotel one, and it was okay. It wasn't as good as some of the others. Because it had Lady Gaga in it? How was she? Yeah, that that's a big downer. Mm-hmm. That's a real big downer. Mm. Murder House was very good. Mm-hmm. But it was it was creepy. What was the first one? Murder House. Okay, that was Murder House. Okay. I, I get them all mixed up. Yeah. Oh, but, but at least they'll like tie them all together now, and that'll make me so much happier. <laughs> that'll make you happy mm-hmm. that they're going to end whatever they were doing that was so exactly. successful. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. People just can't leave it alone, can they? So the last little bit of news is that we are definitely going to have a meetup for the Walker Star in Atlanta. That's at the end of October. I don't have all the details yet, but we are working on it, and as soon as we have them, we will let you know. But... Are we going to have a dunk tank for Scott? Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be fun. Um, but it, yeah, that would be I'll awesome. bring my trunks. What I can tell you is that it will be on Saturday night, not Friday. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. And Scott will be wearing trunks. I will be wearing trunks. I'll be ready. All right. So thank you, Kim, for the news. You're welcome. Um, next week on Fear of the Walking Dead, Season 2, Episode 14 and 15. Just want everybody yeah. to realize that they're actually doing the last two episodes on the same night. Which, why? Yes. Don't know why. Can't figure out why. Messed up. Yeah. yeah. It's Someone not happened. a two-hour long episode. No, There are two actually two separate. separate episodes. Yeah. The first episode is called Wrath. Madison struggles with Travis's return. Mm. All right. And the last episode is called North. Travis' actions cause turmoil in the RBH. So they're definitely going to leave the hotel and they're all going back to the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe to meet up mm. with Ophelia and Tobias. Well, they'll probably run into them there too because there's nobody in the United States anymore. Right. right. And so they would have to run into each other. Or maybe they're going to go meet up with Rick. Oh. Rick. Hey. Let's go to Atlanta. Hit the open <laughs> road. Oh, but they're in Virginia now. Mm-hmm. That's right. And maybe with Madison and Travis... Maybe she was kind of enjoying the idea of not having a man, not having to answer to anybody. I think, I think we'll and see. Now he's back. She definitely didn't seem like she was wanting to hang around. No, she him. didn't. Well, he wasn't exactly giving off vibes he wanted anybody to hang around with either. No, yeah, he went off on his whole Chris thing, and then she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go talk to Alicia." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it's a good story. <laughs> I gotta go. I know. Oh well. Well, all right, so um, I guess we'll we'll see what that means for us next week, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so season finale next week, so we'll have, we'll probably have an extra long episode of our podcast so that we can talk about all of it. Um, Stuart and I will be in Orlando at Halloween Horror Night and at Disney, so we're going to see how we can record at the hotel. <laughs> because <laughs> this kind of threw a wrench yeah. we weren't expecting to have the finale next week so we right. may actually have our five children not only at the beginning of the show but doing zombie during. noises but yes. just in the background doing zombie noises mm-hmm. yes. constantly 
Yeah. <laughs> Say, Shut up. <laughs> so, Dad, yeah. Karen hit well, me. Yeah. Well, we may. Um, uh, we're foreseeing uh, possible technical difficulties, <laughs> <laughs> but we we will try and figure something out for sure. So forgive us, in advance. <laughs> we will we will find a way to uh, manage something. For yes, because we'll be there all yeah. week. So. This should be interesting, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, we'll put something out at some point. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening once again to our Fear Me podcast. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. And you can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to email us, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week for the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. Thanks for listening. Bonsoir. See ya. We have some news items for today. (laughs) What the hell was that? Wow. (laughs) Wow.